Welcome to The Future Starts With You, where we explore career readiness initiatives with the people doing the real work in the field, from the classroom to administrators, industry, and beyond. I'm Jewel Alderson, and our work at the San Diego County Office of Education is focused on ensuring all students have a future without boundaries. We're excited to have you with us today, because like the title says, the future starts with you. Today we are here at Rancho Minerva Middle School in Vista Unified School District, speaking with Christina DeSanto, the principal who has career readiness at the forefront of her uh, middle school work here. So welcome, Christina. So glad to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. We love you when you come visit. Oh, fantastic. Well, it's always exciting to see what's happening here at Rancho Minerva and the new programs that are coming into play. But before we get into that, could you tell me a little bit about the school itself, the students you serve, uh, and the community that you're working in? Sure. Uh, Rancho Minerva is the highest need school, not even like middle school, the highest need school in Vista Unified, which means that we serve the highest need populations and lots of them. So we're we're about 90% free reduced lunch. We have about a third of our campus is our, has EL challenges and English is not their first language. Um, so that's pretty, it's exciting to have all that diversity, but it's also challenging because it takes a little bit longer to get the English in the forefront of their minds. And we're trying to really celebrate their bilingualism because mm -hmm. that's like one of those skills that you can write your pathway to the future if you can speak English and Spanish for sure. Absolutely. And then we have about 25% of our campus is special education. And for many of our kids, we call them scholars here, they're fitting, fit into if not one, but multiple categories. We have the largest home and secure mm -hmm. population at the middle level, at secondary level um, than any other school. And our school, it's really interesting, our school is located in a very wealthy neighborhood. The houses around here are selling the millions of dollars. However, our kids come from downtown Vista, which they live mostly in apartments. So they have to get out here, which is always an interesting challenge. Um, but once they're here, we try to make this like the most beautiful, spectacular place it possibly can be. But it is weird for them to look out and not see anything familiar mm -hmm. because there's not an apartment complex within like two miles of here. So we have a lot of buses. We have a city bus that comes here. And, you know, our parents are all struggling. They're undereducated. Um, and so they're underemployed and they work super hard. And so we do a lot of really creative things to get our parents involved so that they aren't having to try to get out here because yeah. it's kind of a challenge. There's no public transportation. So I do my coffee with the principal at the market. I meet them at the library. We do things all kinds of wacky times of day, some, some at 7 in the morning. Um, we start school at 9 now, which is really difficult because parents have to work early. Yeah. Um, so we've just we've done a lot of creative things to get our families involved and let them know that we're part of their kids' future life and that they're a really important part of it. Absolutely. Well, there's such a big movement towards community schools, I think, across California. And mm -hmm. it sounds like you're already kind of going down that path and building a school that just uh, not only serves the students, but the community that they live in and they come from and has some of those wraparound services. So. Yeah, by accident. <laughs> there was no community school word when I started this yeah. work. We just thought we got to meet our parents where they are. No, but it turns out uh, that's the best way to serve our students <laughs> exactly. many times. Um, and I think a lot of times those uh, communities where our students come from that have maybe lower socioeconomic status also means that our students don't see the breadth of careers that are available to them. Um, a lot of students don't actually know what makes a job a good job. And they don't even know like, wow, like the sad, the sad thing is a lot of times the dream for us is to have students who can afford to live in San Diego County, mm -hmm. who might have 
benefits who might get to go on vacation one day because they don't often see that in their own houses, in their own community. Um, and so, you know, the fact that you all have that mindset is great. Uh, but before we dive further into your school, can you tell <laughs> us a little bit about yourself and where you come from and what makes you so passionate about this work? Sure. So I am actually a native of Washington, D.C. I moved out to California in the late 90s because my grandparents lived here. And as soon as I was able to come here as a child, I was like, oh, I'm going to be in California. I'm definitely a California girl. And so after I got my master's degree at University of Texas, I moved out to California and I've been in middle school my entire teaching career since I left Texas. And I spent my first 22 years in Oceanside Unified as a middle school teacher, math, science, English. The list is ridiculous. <laughs> when I start to list, it's like, how did I even get to sleep? I was ASB, yearbook, ELD, one, two, three, four. And then I became an administrator in Oceanside. I was an AP for five years. And then when this opportunity came open in Vista, although it was like heart-wrenching to leave a place I had been for so long, I knew I wanted to be a middle school principal. These are my people. I can't imagine being anything else but a middle school principal. I specifically applied to be the principal here at this school. So this is my fourth year in Vista Unified. Well, it takes a special amount of energy to be in a middle <laughs> school in the first place, but also to guide and lead that work. And I think that um, it's so important then to have a vision, a mission, kind of a destination that you're moving towards as an organization. And uh, I, I spend a little bit of time wandering through your website, and um, I really like the mission that you've <laughs> set. We create extraordinary experiences that connect scholars to college and career pathways. And I wonder if you could tell me a little bit about how you came to this mission, uh, as well as the vision and values for Ranch Minerva Middle School, um, and also how the career readiness programs that we're highlighting today help to fulfill that vision. Yeah, it's kind of funny because before I got this job, I had already planned to go to Guadalajara for the summer to work on my Spanish because no matter where I worked in Southern California, I knew my Spanish needed to be better than it was. And my apartment in Tlacopaque was like two blocks from the bull ring. Mm. And once I, I once I, I had already planned that vacation, then I got the job here. So I was all fascinated by, because we're the bulls. So I was fascinated by going to the bull ring and checking out the bull ring. And they actually had a bullfight. They hadn't had a bullfight in forever. It was horrible. I will never go to another one. Mm. I didn't, couldn't even last the first like five minutes because it was very graphic and very close. But my apartment was super close and they kept saying, ole, ole. And I was like, why are they, like, this is a horrible thing. Like, why are they saying ole? <laughs> and when I looked it up, it meant extraordinary, they're celebrating an extraordinary experience. So when I got here, there was really no mission or vision that anyone could kind of tell me. I asked all of the teachers, like, why would you come to Rancho Minerva? Why does a kid get up out of bed and be like, yes, I get to go to Rancho Minerva? Everybody had a different answer. And mm. when I talked to kids, it was kind of the same thing. Well, this is the school I have to go to. And that was always kind of like, mm, that's a bummer. So every time we did an event for families, we just put plastered um, butcher paper on the wall with questions, very low stress questions like, if you could go back to middle school, what would you want to know? And parents could either write on stickies and we had kind of a schematic thing that they could go, you know, more career stuff, more English, whatever. We had a bunch of prefab answers already set up. And parents could come and put stickies up. So we collected a lot of parent data when we were, like, without them really knowing. Yeah. Because they didn't have to come. for. They were coming to celebrate their kid. And we're like, hey, it's going to take the kids five minutes to get here. Let's, let's use you. And so the college and career pathways came so strong from the family side of it to the forefront, like, immediately. And I had parents coming and saying, like, I wish I would have known 
that this was a possibility. And when we kind of really got down to the nitty gritty, it was really about awareness. Like, how do I get there? What's out there? And the relationship between the kids and the school. And so that's really where we focus our energy. And that's how the, the mission, vision, and values came from work from kids, from parents, and from our staff. And not just teachers, because teachers are an important part of the puzzle. However, my custodians talk to kids like we just had nutrition break, the, kid, the custodians were out with the kids, talking to kids, so we wanted their input. My librarian, my health tech, my attendance tech, all those people that interface with kids, they're, they had a very different perspective on what kids were telling them. Well, and I want to read the vision out loud for our listeners because I think it really aligns with, like, what, what does this uh, look like? So the vision is, we are the storytellers of our futures. We will tell our stories through the lens of collaboration, confidence, and courage, bringing our strengths, interests, and values to life. We will build a bridge between school and our future pathways that will focus our learning to explore all the opportunities available, preparing us to become a part of the global economy as productive citizens. Brings a tear to my eye. I love it. I, you know, and it's like when, when your parents gave you that feedback, like, I wish we knew this was a possibility. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, most middle schools don't have such a career focus. And I'm excited to be here today to highlight the work that you're doing. And, and maybe we'll, we'll have a few folks who are listening who are inspired to do similar work. Um, but I think it's important for people to know that this is an option, that this is really the direction we should be taking our students because, again, it's not about what makes you happy. It's not what makes really your staff happy. It's about what makes the students happy, but not in a, you know, here's whatever you want way, but really helping to direct them towards how they can be successful in their future. Right. Um, so aligned with those mission, vision, and values that you have set out, um, give us some insight into the career readiness initiatives you have here on the campus. Um, I know you have a specific class that uh, we can dive into, but also if there's anything else going on. We have a class, a specialized class that's only offered at Ranch Minerva that was created by Ranch Minerva staff and um, students and um, parents called Triple C, and it stands for College Career Connection. And so every kid gets that class every day, and the intentionality of that period is, one, to build a relationship between you and a teacher in a very intimate, very deep way where the academics are kind of taken off the plate. And they're really working on, like, getting to know who you are as a kid Mm -hmm. um, and as a person on this planet. And the idea would be that you would stay with that teacher for your whole three years of middle school. Well, and I'd say a lot, instead of asking kids what they want to be when they grow up, ask them what problems they want to solve or what fields they want to be in. And so, you know, if they're really interested in professional sports, like I know once I took a group of teachers on a tour of Petco Parks, basically all of their back-end computer infrastructure and networking and we talked about all of the careers that were there around ICT or information communication technologies and the people who are at all of these you know at the stadiums bringing the live feed to Mm -hmm. the public running social media doing all the marketing they don't have to worry if they're going to blow their knee out in the next game and end their career forever uh, because they can just uh, come back after after surgery and go back right to to that field and Mm -hmm. so I think empowering our students to have skills to engage in any field uh, is huge. And then if they get lucky and they get they get to be out on the on the pitch, as they say in, in uh, soccer, great. But if um, if they just want to immerse themselves in that industry, it's it's a there are many ways to do that without uh, depending on the amount of skill and luck it takes to get 
become a professional in so many right. of these. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we have that part of it, which is really innovative. We're the only school that has that. And we had to actually, we put it through the DPAC, which is our um, curriculum parent group, to get that approved. So it's actually says triple C on their schedule. Nice. Super cool. And then the kids go through an elective process um, where by the time they leave Wrench Whenever, they will have explored with their hands and their minds at least at minimum 24 careers by the time they leave middle school. So in three years, they will have put their hands on 20, at least 24 different careers. So we have our, our career lab that has 18 to 20 different uh, modules. Right now, we just got drone technology and rockets, which is the kids are just dying. They're so excited. Oh, great. Um, they shot off some rockets the other day, and they're like checking the wind, and they've got all these tools and, you know, really cool stuff. And there's culinary arts, but these are directly related to Vista High School. So Vista mm -hmm. High's got an amazing culinary arts program. Our kids will have tasted it already. There's a strong veterinary science program. Our kids will have already tasted that. There's a fake dog in there where they have to, like, take blood from the dog, put a muzzle on the dog. I mean, mm. obviously, it's not moving. It's a fake dog. But it, it's, a, it's weighted as same as a dog would be. Yeah. So the the... The reality part of it, they're using real materials. Then we also have our other elective wheels where, so every seventh grader goes through the college, uh, the career lab. That's what we're just talking about. But as sixth graders, they go through a, a STEM wheel. So they get introduction to comics, digital music, art, and introduction to computer science. So that is a, that is, there's not really choice in that. They just get a, they get a little appetizer. They spend nine weeks in each thing. Then they do the career lab in seventh grade. And then in eighth grade, they can choose to take um, a little deeper dive into any one of those things. We've got an advanced comics class. Our comics teacher, they don't know they're learning reading intervention. Like they don't know they're learning writing. I love that. Sneaky, sneaky. Well, the future starts with you, Christina, as the <laughs> podcast says. So we'd love to hear your final words. What impact do you hope to make on the future of your students? I, I want them to be able to know what they love. That's mm -hmm. it in a nutshell. I just want them to know what they love and be able to go and try to find the space, not try, find the space where they can be paid for what they love. Because I wouldn't be doing this job if I didn't love it. And I, there's no way, if you'd ask my younger me, never would I have told you I'd be a principal of a middle school in a million years. However, it's where I'm absolutely supposed to be. And it's because of all the people around me that saw what I had to offer and things, gifts I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. And that's the goal of our program is to really highlight the gifts that kids have by nature and really um, highlight the opportunities that they can be anything they want to be. Because like you said earlier, a lot of the time they don't see what the possibilities are because their parents are working lots of lots of jobs and many of them are not going, they're like, that's the end of the line. Like you're this person, there's nowhere to go. And so they don't have the op opportunity. So we really want kids to have opportunities to try on lots of things. Yeah. And sometimes the best thing is to find out you don't like something because then you take that off your plate. True story. Absolutely true. Well, thank you so much for having us today yes. uh, here at Rancho Minerva Middle School. And uh, we look forward to continuing to see the amazing work that's coming out of here and the great things that your scholars will be doing one day in the world. Yes, tell them to come. Anyone can come visit. Just let me know. All right. We'd love to show off. Well, I guess we'll have to schedule a tour here soon. Yes. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, for listening today. Are you excited to learn more about career readiness in middle school? Register now for our Middle School CTE Engagement Symposium, which will take place February 9th, 2023, in person in San Diego. 
Check out the show notes or go to sdcoe.net slash CTE for more information. Are you already doing great work to ensure middle schoolers have opportunities to explore careers? Submit a proposal by January 16th. We hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us for another episode. If you have questions about this episode, career readiness in general, or would be interested in being a guest on the podcast, check out the show notes. We would love to hear from you. The work you are doing makes a real impact. So keep up the good work until next time, because as you know, the future starts with you.